Hello and welcome to the Turn Ed Podcast. It's season three, episode 19. Well, we might be able to have a little more of a sorrowful view, uh, look back on this, maybe even some more level heads to go through. Friday night's gay with us is Gally. I think Gally could be donning something spectacular tonight. Gally, how are you, pal? Evening. <laughs> What's the cry? So, so the merchant likes is finally dropped. How is it? This is definitely, without doubt, the best piece of kit I've had on me. In a long time. Check this out, it's nice, but it is nice. Absolutely savage. Uh, I suppose um, anyone keeping an eye on um, socials over the past while might also see something there from uh, Tony's Pizzeria, our um, Man of the Match sponsors, also have been putting out a wee bit onto theirs for as well. And stay tuned to their social channels as well because um, they will be doing some uh, giveaways on their channel also. Gally, we don't often do this. Um, we can reflect back at the game, uh, you know, two days later. Um, before we get into the nitty gritty of the results, I suppose it's a bad defeat. You know, it still has a, a sour taste in my mouth. You know, it's it's one that we just can't be losing in how the game played out in the end. You know, what's what's still your view even two days later? Uh, yeah, I, I we got a couple of comments when we didn't go live on friday night and we're getting the usual like you know just as well you're probably better off not but i don't know whether you're better off you know avoiding going live straight away because there was a lot of anger on social media tonight i don't think i've seen that for a long long time now, yeah. look, there's been spats over the season but i think friday night really really got and, and, and like people i would follow you know the dog fans you wouldn't normally expect to kind of come out with mm. stuff you know and and they're 100 correct and it probably hasn't changed. I mean, even reflecting on it, you know, we're talking, you know, just over 40, all of 40 hours after it, it, it looks worse. You know, when you look back at the highlights and you're, now we'd have time to kind of not plan a show because we, we never do, but even kind of change. 48 so, hours, we still didn't plan it. <laughs> like even just to, even if you try and maybe think, oh, I'll look, at the, I'll look at the highlights. Maybe I'll see something in the highlights and the replay. I even just looked at the first goal, you know, this morning. Mm. You know, it, it's it's such a, an avoidable goal to concede, and and that was pretty much the sum of the night. It, everything was so avoidable; it was frightening. And you yeah. know, if you skip forward into the dressing room and all this kind of stuff after the game, you can see why. I'm surprised they're not still in it. You know, it's just we've we've kind of we can see we, we we can almost say we've imploded against ten men again. But even against that, we never we were never we just weren't fluid. We'd mm. nothing in the field. You know, it's it's hard to sum it in, but it's just such a shocking performance. I mean, you know, we can't even say that, oh, we bits of good pieces. We kind of, in hindsight now, you know, when you look back, you might think, oh, there was this and there was that. There wasn't. It was just such a lackluster performance. And like, considering the run Pats have had, like Pats lost our manager a couple of weeks ago, you know, such a bad yeah. run. And then they come out and they go down to 10 men and they're probably expecting to hide. And we beat them 5-0 and couple of weeks it's just it's such such a contrast and i seen one tweet that I, I can't remember the numbers but it's been such a long time since we've had a really solid performance a really all-round good performance and that's the most worrying thing that we just haven't really been at the races for such a long time and it just didn't get any better on friday night it's just, and it just soured us completely that they're down to 10 men like you can always take a defeat if you're motored off the field you know if you're absolutely bucketed off the field you can absolutely yeah. take a defeat Look, chin up, go again next week. But it was just such 
I, I just and even if you take their last goal, Pat's goal, I know we're going on a wee bit, but such a free run he had. Like we've an extra man, and he's got such so just a free run on goal. I know I'm skipping forward a little bit, but those are the, it's just if we, even if we just talk about the first goal in particular, nobody covering the block, nobody covering the cross, a, a half a header. Mm. Will it is? It bounces in front of Sheps. He saves it. Should he push it wide up? For me, yeah, absolutely. He probably can catch it. He probably it probably, it's probably falling that slow. He can probably actually catch it. Um, and it, there's nobody picking up the second ball, and it's it's kid stuff, you know. It's, it's schoolboy errors, or you know, but it really is one on one defending, and you know you got to cover the ball. It, you can't be taking it right off, and nobody picked up the man, and the one up, and for nothing, absolutely nothing. Yeah, I, I, for the first goal, yeah, I completely thought the exact same. We right before that happened, and um, like we, Adam Murphy had that one cleared off the line. You know, like there was there was markers in the sand that we really should be paying attention to. Yeah. And um, Mulraney had the other one um, as well. You know, he he, he he had the chance as well. And you're thinking, D -d -d there's a lot going on here that we really should be taking, you know, being smarter in our play and, and realise the momentum's with these, we need to kill this out. But like you say, for the first goal, Mulraney just has so much time. And I'm looking for a player to come out pressure on him and there's literally nothing he's time to stop the ball look up and then swing in the cross it's too long there's there's players on the edge of the box and there's players inside the box and yet no 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 one has taken like for a second and gone jesus no one else is pressing here i need to get out to the ball as soon as i can and then you know the, the cross is fired in once again it goes through people all the way through to the keeper at the end i suppose Coming from the goalkeeping union, <laughs> it would be as hard on Shep on, on the first one because he's probably looking, waiting for it. This gets a touch in any way. Yeah, yeah. And I go down early and it yeah. doesn't go this direction. His job at that point is to, if that cross comes all the way in, I need to save it, which he does. But it's the fact that everybody's either statue still or completely turned off is the big problem for that. Like, for, for, for Shep, from Shep's point of view, it's, like when he's in goal, he's looking for pressure on, on that individual straight away because why? Because that's going to clear out his box to create more space in front of him to see that ball coming through. That ball comes right away over lots of players. Nobody gets in the way of it. All of a sudden, Sheck goes, geez, I need to get down there and save this. He's going to push it away. Unfortunately, it's gone straight into and um, gone into the player and, he, and, and he's finished it off. Like, but it's just, it's just disappointing. And, um, you know, I feel that that is a very, Dundalk goal to concede this year, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's I, I, every time if we make an error like this, if we don't close down a player, if Chef doesn't push it further out, that comes back to haunt us as a goal. And yet, you've seen us have time and time again chances that we didn't, we haven't put them away for ourselves, and that's been the difference. And that's why we are what we are in the league. And um, it probably also says a lot that you know, in the first half, that we created very little in. Like, Robbie McCord was probably our best player. A person who hasn't played that much football for this club at all. You know, has been a bit power player when he when he has played too. That says a lot. That's telling me there's a lot of individuals not being able to step up or whatever to the mark or whatever the issues seem to be. But it's just disappointing that, like you say, in particular the first goal, and we will get on to it then in the second goal, these goals that were conceded and Skip's going to be absolutely drilling them, you know, that during the week. But 
there's an opportunity to cut out these mistakes because it's these mistakes that are punishing us and the opposition are are, like I wonder if opposition managers are nearly like you know just keep putting Dundalk under pressure because they'll cough up a chance for you yeah I just took the words out anyway like we're at the stage now and it's not a stage of the season and it's not a it's not a carry on from the last game. It's as a as a unit, as as a team set up. If you get at our centre halves enough, you will mm. score. It's not it's not you'll get a chance. You will you will score, and that's the worrying thing. And it's not just the centre halves. I don't mean to pan on the centre. It's not just that. But if you get mm. if you get in amongst us and you if you can put us under enough pressure, it's not even we're not even coughing up the chances. But we're actually conceding goals, and you will guarantee yeah. yourself a goal almost every game if you get at us enough. Like that ball in for the first ball. It's such a simple ball. It's such a simple floated ball in. Williams kind of goes up. I, look, I don't know how he, how he gets up. It, it doesn't. It looks like to me on the replay, it just looks like he's just leapt up in the hope that he might get it, and nearly half left mm-hmm. it. I don't really know, but yeah, if you could, if you get in amongst us enough, like like it's long ball stuff. Nearly, it's not even. You're not even playing around us. You're just no. get, you're just doing the doing the basics. Get the ball to feet and move it as quick as you can, and that's what Pat's done for the first goal and even the second goal when you look at it, but. And they had it, they had other chances as well. They could have, they should have won three one. I mean, they've had a set yeah. up later on as well. And but the worrying thing is, if you get at us enough, if you if you kind of not steamrollers, but you know, there's a mistake in all of them. Like every eleven that's out there, there's a mistake in every one of them. And mm. whereas you know, we spoke about centre halves last season. We did almost an hour talk about centre halves. Previous centre halves, like a Dan Cleary and with Sam Bone last year, where the head could go in either of those players, and there's all you'll always get a chance to get them, but. This seems to be an issue right across the back. Whereas, you know, if you put us under enough pressure, you w- you will guarantee yourself a goal a game against that mm. at the minute. At, um, until things change drastically, you, you, before the game starts, you're almost guaranteed a goal. If you do, if you do exactly what what they will cough up to you on a plate. Now, if, if you don't walk yeah. it, you're not going to get any. But if you get at us enough, absolutely, there's a goal there a game for you at least. Is it? Is it? I suppose you, the other side of that thing you could say is. The reason we're probably coughing up these chances is you, you, you know, we, when we do this most weeks, and I know we did a number of these players back on the bench, and um, which is great to see. But you know, yeah. like, it, like if I name off like what Leahy, Ainsley, Slogger, you know, obviously Tullock came back in, in this game, as we know, and Alfie Lewis was fit enough to come back in as well. You know, the sad thing is, if I if I look at you know, Leahy, Ainsley. Yeah. Boyle, they probably come straight into that back four right now. Yeah, absolutely. That's how bad that is. That you know, at at this stage, last year we were probably saying Macari, Conley, Boiler, and Leahy. No one, no one could knock them out because that is a solid unit in defence. And yet we're saying, soon as those three players come back, they'll go straight into that squad. Yeah, and that'll tell you how patched up Skip has had to have this. And back four, and you know, uh, and I don't like to say without anybody. It must be great as a centre half, knowing that you're going to come back from injury, <laughs> and you know you're going to have a run at it because you know you, yeah. you don't need to wait. No, look, I, I don't. I, I'm not trying to be harsh on players here, but that's no, what the, that's what the performances are providing. They're not. They're not. They're not getting. He's not getting anything out of them at the minute. It just seems to be so kind of forlorn and just tight. Well, like from, from Skip's point of view, Gally, like surely you're saying it's like well. If if your performances are exceptional, I, there's no way I can take you out of the squad. Give me a reason not to take you out of the squad. And at the moment, you would say, 
the, the players are, are are inconsistent. And I think that seems the biggest biggest problem because we've seen, you know, the tail end of the court match. We've seen when we, we can turn on stuff. Yeah. You know, we can play. But we've seen at the same time, you know, a, a pretty flattish performance against Shells when they were down to 10 men. Another flat performance here. And we'll get all the sendings off and something like that they were down to 10 men for the majority of that second half. And a cork match away as well. We were very, very flat and bereft of ideas. And yet still coughed up goals mm. in all of those. Yeah. You know, and, and that's that you can always point. have a like like we said it before, you can always have a bad run of games, you know. But when you're being beaten, you know, when you're being bet by mm. teams that aren't actually playing better football than you, that's really worrying. And that's probably why they were locked in the dressing room for you know an hour and a half, whatever it was after. Like he was following Dan McDonald's mm. Twitter feed because he'd seemed to have all the know. But and that's why like you know, it's just so. I, I can't even put a word on it. It's not. It's not. It's not even beyond disappointing. It's just. It's so frustrating to watch. It's frustrating. It's, it is. Yeah. Oh, like you know, you can you can play brilliant and lose games. Yeah. But when you're playing, you're, when you're not playing at all, when you're not even getting, you're not even get going against ten men. It's just. I don't know what Skip does. You know, I know he's in the press. He's telling people to be. I, I just don't know. I don't know what. Like like you say with the injuries. He's probably bereft of ideas. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't see where he goes. I mean, you know, apart from saying, "Look at, you are on a month-to-month contract, and if he's don't perform, he's going to be kicked." Out. I don't really know what else you do with him to wake him up a little bit. But it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's a crazy time up there at the minute. It really is. Well, you're saying like, what does what does Skip do? Like we've seen this a few times, and, and normally we get a very positive reaction from it. So one nil down, we're not being very very well at all. I think. Robbie McCourt's curling shot away in the in the mm. first half was probably the closest we got. And um, into the second half, and we always say when we see Skip make multiple substitutes, and normally an indication maybe he's not too happy how things have gone, <clears throat> and he's looking for an immediate reaction. And that's that's exactly what he gets. You know, in comes Tullock, Wardy, and Alfie Lewis, and you know, within three minutes of that, Tullock has has the ball in the back of the net, and, and suddenly we seem a lot more on the front foot. Um, I suppose Tullock, we, 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 another man who's quite inconsistent, but the one thing you'll have to level at him is, you know, he is our top goal scorer this year also. <laughs> um, so it's great to see him know he's, he's still in the goals at a time, you know, when we're struggling for any sort of creativity sometimes. It's like the zone there is, can hit the back um, of the net. Yeah. A header's probably not something we're, we're that used to with him. Um, with his feet of foot, but look, we'll take them all. Yeah, absolutely. And like, it's, it's a great header as well. It's, it's almost Pat Hobanes that he Pat Hobanes that he come in and kind of got, on, got it on the side. That's my dog bar. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's a crap. Like it, it's it's right split, right place, right time. He's come on. He's done ex- look. He's done ex- he's done exactly what we've asked. Like, and and that we'd spe- we'd mentioned Tullock early in the season that that could be his strength coming off the bench, watching the game. And then maybe you know getting that spring in the step and just create just doing that something a little bit different. And look, I think you had mentioned it as well. I think that that's what he could give us as the season yeah. goes on and in the later part of the season when we're looking for that little clinical goal. Now it wasn't clinical the other night, but it really should have kickstarted something in that game. Unfortunately, it didn't. But I think everybody watching it, anybody in the ground, and even Pat's fans probably thought, right, they're gonna they're gonna go for it now. The one that that's the game set match now. They should be able to take this from here. But unfortunately, it didn't. But that is a bright spark in the game that you know Tullock can get in a, a variety of goals. Like and look, we mentioned before he's strong. He's tall for a winger. I mean, he is a, he is a tall yeah. winger. We got to use him there. Him and Dan Kelly coming in, getting headers and stuff. But 
it's just we just got to utilize it more. I mean, that's we we just didn't even with the goal, like you mentioned, a great finish, decent cross, mm. but we just good cross from the court as well. Yeah, and we haven't kicked it on. And maybe like you'd mentioned Robbie there, we probably should give a bit of praise to Robbie as well, even more because he's in there fighting for jersey and he seems to want it. Yeah. You know, I know he hasn't played a lot of minutes, but he's getting in amongst it. He's he's doing his best. To, you know, we've probably hammered him here a couple of weeks ago. He hasn't really got a run on it, but. It goes, like when it's up against, he's there. You can't really fault his, his efforts the other night. But yeah, you do need Tullock, I think, coming in little options like that, absolutely, because that's what Ryan O'Kane probably won't give you in the box for headers. Then we'll get to, so like it's it's a strange one. Um, it's, it's sendings off. Sorry, right. I, I got a waffle. <laughs> um, the sending off, Gally. Um. Like, when you see the play just before, you can see that Mali is getting manhandled by the player. It's very tight to him. Yeah. He's pulling him back. But the ref has given the decision for Mali as a free out. Does Mali need to go and put him in the headlock straight after? Like, that's, you know, we've got ourselves back in the game. And, you know, it, 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 to me, it just seemed like lunacy. Like, you're, 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 it, it, and, he, and he wasn't having a greatest of games, I would say, yeah. either, man. Like, we've seen him have some, some really influential games. I didn't have his, his greatest game. was a bit passive at times. But it just seemed like it was a chance for implosion. And you're, you're making the referee make a decision. Like, he got a yellow card out of it. But it could have been worse. He could have sent both players off. Which is what, in fairness, that's what I was expecting. I was fully expecting yeah. to write cards. I really, I, I couldn't... I don't know if I was more shocked at what the incident or shocked that he didn't give. Is Mali. it because Mali hit the ground at one stage when the players went? Did yeah, see I mean, something else from the player? Yeah, then he got himself sent off. Yeah, and in fairness, they're probably not. They're probably watching the game, but like the ball was down there. It's not like you're, it's not like you've taken your eyes off the game and started to look down. You know the the other yeah. end. It, it was all happening in there, but I know it was a little bit after that the free out had gone. But I just found it. I like even retrospectively, if you get someone in a headlock, like you know. Yeah. The, the refs probably should be looking at it and say, "Look, I, I, I couldn't, fa- I couldn't understand how Mulroney got the red." And uh, Mali, like, Mulroney was having a good game against us, in particular in the first half. Oh, was, like we thought that was a blessing. Like we absolutely mm. dodged the bullet there. Like, and that in itself should spur them on, right? Connors dodged the bullet. They've they're down to ten man, probably most influential player on the pitch at the time. Brilliant, and and that didn't even spur them on. Um, no. as as a red card incident. I just think we're looking at the ref. We're talking with the refs again. I just, even though we didn't get well, the I, th- I think it's important, if, you know, if we're going to criticise the refs sometimes we're going against us. This yeah. is something that went for us, yet we're still going to criticise well, saying like this was a, it was a strange decision. Yeah. If, I, I, as I said, I can only assume that he thought it was a yellow card offence for maybe what he'd done on the lead up with Mali to give yeah. the free out. Yeah. And then, Mali's reaction to him was a yellow card, but there must have been something else in there. That when Mali hit the ground, like did he swing an elbow? Did he swing a punch? Or something? I don't know. It's very hard to see. In, in, yeah, in I did Apart from the the little, I don't know what you call it, a ruckus. I don't know what you call it before, but I didn't really see bit of a melee. We weren't, we weren't at the game. That I don't know if the if the assistant referee has seen something. I just mm. I I think even the Pats players were looking at Mali like what like what is possessing you to do what you're doing? It just it just. Like it was just so crazy because it's not like it's not like they'd absolutely gone two foot on each other, you know. In, no. in the, just in the previous build up to it, it was just such a mad 
It was like it was. I, I'm not comparing it, but do you remember like when Cantona was sent off against Palace and he jumps into the crowd? Just a moment of just what are we what are we watching here? Like what are we actually watching? I just couldn't believe it. Like it's something Steph McEvitt would do. You know what I mean? That, that's what you'd expect him to get someone in the headlock. <laughs> Steph, any reaction to that? <laughs> um, no, because I totally missed the start of it. But yeah, he's right. It's something that Steph McEvitt would do. The cunt. We're we're just talking about the Mulvaney red card, and um, like it's it's a strange, strange situation. Steph, you get your thoughts on the on the overall game in a second. We, ju- we were just talking about the red card at the time. Like, is it is it dangerous? Like, I, I my take on it, it's it, it's dangerous from from Mali because like he's he's won the free kick. You know, like he, there's a good chance of he's probably going to get a yellow card for the way he was rugby tackling at the time. So to go and stick him in the head, knock him way back, and then kick off that melee, like it's, it, he he could easily set up himself. Yeah, yeah. Look, you you know the way the league sort of gone this season. I don't know. Mm. Referees seem to be making a point of handing out cards and especially red ones. Um, but do you know what I mean? Look to react like that. I know it's a, probably a, a split second fucking reaction, but. Uh, to do that, it's a bit mad, but he's he's got away with it. But um, we might we might have fared out better if it had been ten v ten, possibly. Yeah, it's 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 definitely a pattern. We, we find it very difficult to break down ten. Nine, we're a little bit better with, but ten is is tough against. So it seems. Yeah, ten ten's um, a big disadvantage to play against for us. I think it seems the last couple of weeks anyway, but. Yeah. Just, I don't know if you if you got a chance to look back on the goals, but um, like it, it just that sort of to, for an opposition against us, we're away from home, they're down to to ten men, and to throw the game away, and Steph, it's just it's it's awful disappointing, isn't it? Like we got to find ways to to win, win ugly, or you know we we can't be gifting opposition opportunities like this, especially especially fast. Yeah, and look, the last couple of months we've we've gifted goals away, um, plenty of time we've and I, and it's been a build up of you know making rash decisions, giving away silly free kicks in dangerous areas. Like even if you go back to the Bulls game, like it was, mm. it was nearly inevitable. Like tr- five or six people around me were saying, you know, they're going to equalize. And yeah. Before they even equalize, people were saying Bulls are going to go on and win this game like do you know that sort of way it was mm-hmm. it was giving away free kicks in in wide areas when they were sending the big man up and little things like that like we haven't been doing ourselves any favors whatsoever and look you can say inexperience and maybe a spoilers there you know he, he steadies the ship a wee bit um Getting questions in now, Steph. Yeah, getting questions. I'm going to be uh, under a spotlight. Yeah, so, it's a private question. What's on this? This is a private QA. <laughs> right, so, Flannel's put in, are we lacking uh, a bit of fight or steel through the team? Yeah, yeah well, look, nice just, one, there's no fight. Yeah, I've just seen, I was up at the up at the Bulls game and I've just seen small highlights of the of the Pats game. Hmm. So just even from the from the Bulls game, like we were playing the first half perfectly, and um, we've been sort of sat deep on the centre half and pinned him. And um, we all know that's a strength that he can control the ball. And uh, I thought John Martin was particularly effective. We probably 
we probably uh, targeted um cameo yeah we probably we probably targeted Flores in at left full at that stage and mm. John Martin was having the best game we've seen in it seen him in as a dog shirt that night in the first half and even in the second half he wasn't he was doing rightly I thought as well um which probably leads on to some baffling decisions from the from the gaffer at times but um yeah look we probably played to our strengths and um look, maybe we are a bit I don't want to say soft but you know, when, is it because we're patching up the team so much with players being out of position slightly because of injury or whatever? Like, is that part of this issue? Yeah, well, look, you look at some of them, like Sloggett is a massive miss. Like, he gets through a mountain of walk, he'll, he'll put his head in where you wouldn't put your foot. Do you know mm. that sort of way? Like, he'll, yeah, he, he's just one of them players, he's an engine, and um, he nicks balls, he shouldn't win. He just does it simply, he drives the team forward. Like, and look, that's all about momentum. And, you know, when the game, like, Bo's starting to turn the tide, uh, I thought Buckley, when he went into the middle, he started throwing himself about. He got, once or twice, he got stuck into, um, I think it was Huben. He might have elbowed Huben at one stage. Mm. Um, and, like, sort of little things like that, like, gee a team up and get them going. And if you're on the other end of that and, there's a wave of attacks coming against you. That's where you need a bit of experience and maybe someone to, you know, go in, not like not foul them, but leave leave a bit extra on a tackle or yeah. something like that to to stop the stop the onslaught. And it, look, it lifts the team up massively. Little things like that. Experience, you can't really buy it. Like when I was playing in teams, like you had the likes of David Crawley, Flano, Benno even in goals, like you went through the team, Paul Shields, Marley, you know, you know that like Trevor Vaughan, you had them all. like nearly in every position you had someone that yeah. was that was experienced and brought some of the younger lads like Tiernan and Grimes, you had Robbie Farrell like coming in and playing the last part of the season. Like little like experienced players that know how to win games and know how to do do the things that you know, they've picked up over the years. Um, mm. So, look, maybe it's a little bit of that. You, you're missing your Bensons. You know, look, you, can't buy, you, can't, but you can't buy experience like that. And, you know, you sort of think back to, you know, letting Massey go. Like, he's still, he's still playing. Uh, i seen a crazy t- tweet from, uh, I think it was, was it Tom O'Connor? About Tom, the, yeah. You know, with the late, late show one, like, I don't know, he was doing a job for draw the last year. And like experienced mm-hmm. players like that, are you better off taking somebody in that hasn't, like, I know we had Lee as like his replacement, obviously, but just using him as, as an example, like, you can't buy his experience. Like, no. played in played in Europe so many times, won so many leagues and cups and doubles and whatever have you. But like, I know in hindsight, it's easy saying it now, and they're going for a certain model, but like, are you really better going for an an unproven, inexperienced loan player? Yeah, Do you know that's that's probably everything. Matt circle trend. Uh, I know it's probably a good talking point of recruitment and mm. whatever else. But do you know, experience. There's a lot to be said for it. I think Flano will uh, back me up on that one. Yeah. Uh- Look, Ali, we, we can kind of add into that um, point as well. But just to just to close off the game, really, 
it it's it swings around a bit because Muller has that chance um, inside the box that yep. it, it kind of ping pongs around and ends up blasting the ball over. What two three minutes later, it's him who gets pickpocketed by Lonigan um, for the Pats winner. There's two elements of that. Soon as soon as I seen it back, I went, "Oh, how many times have we said is Muller our best right back?" And he's yeah. having to fill in in centre back right now. He clearly should have laid that ball back uh, to the keeper, and that situation never gets happened. And then, of course, it's Andy Lonigan <laughs> that picks his pocket. Someone who we know Skip was, was mad for um, in the off season as well. Yeah. So it's two two things come back to bite you. Of course, the initial move and that ball just takes an eternity coming across the face of goal, and you know f- for their winner as well. Like could could Shepard come out? Should you have cleared it? You know, what's your take on that? Yeah, and like, yeah, I mean, even if you just take the cross, just for instance, it's almost in slow motion. If, if it, it looks like it's in slow motion, and the really annoying thing is that, it, like you say, it's gone the whole way across, but mm. he's got it. So, it's gotten so tight on the on the Shep's right. It's so well, McCarthy just throws his foot at it. Hopes yeah, it's for it's, it's, yeah, that's it. Like, he's obviously expecting either the defender to get across or Shepard to come out and absolutely clean him out of it. And neither happens. And I, I you, you mentioned Shep. I understand as a goalkeeper, you know, he's hesitating because he's expecting, the, even at the first goal, yeah, he's he's, expect, he's not expecting Will, Williams to miss the ball. But even at this one, you know, it's one of them that he, he's kind of caught in no man's land. Does he go and the defender gets it? Maybe, maybe he's left a wee bit stranded. But the fact that nobody got to him, nobody got to him. Like, yeah. only for momentum, he, could, he probably could have took a touch. You know, only for he's running in that tight to the goal line. He actually could probably could have had the time to take a touch and then and then shoot. But at that stage of the game, 10 men, and I said I said it, we, I said it earlier on, they should have hit three. Like They, they had a chance early before that. And they should have yeah. actually got three goals. And that, that would even, that, that's worse than anything. Like, to be, you know, to play at one all with 10 and then to bet 3-1 against 10 players, that, that's frightening. But it's it's the type of goals that are conceding, and I, I keep saying it. Screamers you can accept, you know they're absolute ballers from outside mm. thirty yards. The ones that Steph used to score and still scores for Glen Muriel on Friday night. No, no, that was me. That was Kevin the no, But if it's uh, <laughs> if, if, if it's something like, like that, <laughs> if it's something like that, you'd hold your hand up, or it's a free kick, you know. But stuff like that, last, last. I know you're going. They can argue that they're going for it on the court at the back. They're not caught at the back. It's it's a shite ball. It's it's crazy football. Like I like mm. one thing I tell any kid that's playing for me at the Bells, don't play football there. There's no time for football there. You know, yeah. But like sloppy passes, you can get away because not you can get away with, but you can forgive because at least they're thinking on it. But to do that, do up uh, Muller on the other night, and just to put everybody under pressure, like you can see by yeah. the tracking back that nobody was expecting it. It was so stupid of a decision to make. Like nobody yeah. caught, nobody had even caught the player with the ball. I can't even remember. Well, sorry, Lonigan, yeah. Nobody Lonigan put the pressure. He, got, he ran 50 yards, nobody caught up with him. And mm. he's, he's able to just lay it back best. to the keeper and, yeah, and, and move the ball back up the pitch. Just, just keep it simple, you know. Like, and I'm not saying like, it obviously changed the game. And whether we would have got a winner, I don't know. But the fact what worries me more is they've conceded that goal, but it should have been three. They should have been better three one. And that, that's even yeah. more frightening when you when you sit back and think. And like maybe we're worse having this time to reflect because the more we talk about it now, I'm even more annoyed over the game. But it's it's criminal. You can't forgive that kind of stuff. And like I said just before Steph came on, that's why they were kept in the dressing room because that kind of stuff is just not acceptable. It, at this level, it's just not. You just can't. You can't. You just can't do that once or twice a season. 
you know, if you have games like that, fine. But every players like they're, they're playing. Who have we got next? Rovers. No. Yeah. Rover. Rovers could name ten on the pitch. The game would be over at half time. You know, because we can't play against ten men. Like what's what? Mm. Like simple stuff. Like look, it's it's so unbelievably frustrating to watch. Brody's looking for pizza. Yeah, somebody's looking for pizza Friday night because we didn't go on. So <laughs> we, we might be able to, in conjunction, we might give away a pizza if anybody shows us their selfies or their new tea shops during the week. We'll be able That's to what we'll do. Uh, That's a definite. Yeah. Um, I don't know who we picked. Steph, just, just as a defender. Steph, as a defender in that situation, like, like obviously, the ball comes into Muller. He's, he's running onto it. He sees Lodigan coming with the pressure on him. Is he thinking, I'll just cut this back inside and run on past him? There's, there's space on the pitch. Like, or is he thinking that? Is he thinking I'm going to hit this back to the keeper? If not, I'm going to knock this out. Is he is everything going through the head at the one time? And and in that stage, he's been pickpocketed. Yeah, like I don't know, decision making is uh, it's tough for a young lad in this situation so because it, yeah, it, it, you know yeah. It, you're talking senior football as well. It doesn't get the time you probably had previously playing for. Like like I know like look, you play a certain style and whatever else, but. If you're gonna if you're gonna take a chance at the back like that, um look, I was always told play percentages and at times mm. like I was told just your first uh, instinct is usually the right one. And look, some people some people mightn't might change their mind and that, but he takes a touch and tries to tries to go around look, whatever he's done, he's 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 messed it up, but you know, he's it's cost again the then. So mm. like surely you have to be accountable for that, but there's no, there's no, there's no one there to come in there. Like you know that sort of way, even yeah, Waziri was injured the game before and came off and was hobbling and whatever else. But like just play like you know play it forward, yeah. play it into space. Hook it over the defenders. Well, sure, even knock it out for a throw in for them. Who cares? Into the ditch, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So like you know play percentages as. Uh, you know, he obviously knows Lonigan's pace about him. Mm. Um, he's in the league. Like you can't just say, "Look, he's only coming into the league." And I read a good article a couple of months ago, with, um, and it was Evan Ferguson's dad, Barry, and he was saying that when he went over to England, he said he he was playing in the under twenty ones league. Now, look, it's it's a different sort of setup, but I can mm. imagine the. The tears over there are like that still and he was saying like it was like an unrealistic league like he was playing center back at the time for coventry who might have been in the premier league i think and he was he oceans of space in the ball and nobody would be closing him down because that's the way they played over there in that league and look, maybe yeah. too much time and he still hasn't adapted to it but look it's not really an excuse now he's here for four or five months like mm. we're well into the season, it's not the first five games where you're saying, you know, he's he's oh he got caught out there like because he, like he just he does seem like a bit of a laid back character and I at the start of the season I really liked him I thought he was going to be a great addition but the longer it goes on he nearly seems to be more too relaxed on it and um, mm. too relaxed on the ball at times and you know. I know we keep going back to the past, but we always had centre-halves who took a step in and looked for the striker to feet, looked to wingers or central midfielders, whereas some of the centre-halves want, want to take on strikers. And, look, you can be a, a master of your own downfall at times when you're, if you're going to take that chance. 
Especially, look, most of the, a lot of the strikers in the league are going to have pacey players or even out wide. Yeah. You're going to get punished if you make any sort of mistake. You're punished, and it was evident the the last day. Gally, this is echoes of the conversation we had right about Tullock not that long ago as well. I'm just looking at stats. You know, Hayden Muller is only 21. He's had three appearances for Millwall, eight appearances for St. Johnson, and what's that, seven with us. So he's nearly played the same amount of games. Um, like he's near, he's, his next game, he'll probably play the, the most uh, appearances for a single club that he has had. Yeah, It's probably the same sort of thing again. It's that inexperience that Steph's talking about, isn't it? To, you know, at this level, on the senior level. Yeah, it, it is. And then, but at the same, like, at the same time, you can only you can only use that excuse for so long. Now I know it is early. Look, we're still well, we're not early. We're, we're almost midway. But you know, you'd have to wonder then. Like Steph had mentioned, the experience of players. You'd, you'd have to wonder. Steve, you can't use this excuse that ah, oh, they're young and they're inexperienced. Well, why sign them? Do you know, like you know, if, if they're inexperienced. Well, he probably signed them thinking he was going to have Slugger. He was going to have course, you know, yeah. um, Boiler beside him to probably to to breed them in. Like that's. You know, even, even like you thing. think even learning and watching these players, like like Steph's made a great point about signing experienced players. They seem to be a lot of them seem to be put in the scrap heap very early and, and too early because I think the way the game's played, it actually suits experienced players now. It's not that it's not the up and down. It's it's, it's passing the ball and like you know you mentioned Dan Massey. Dan Massey could have easily played on Dolphin for two seasons. You know after he left, no problem, especially at centre yeah. half. But the way the game's played now, it nearly suits an older player to to to, to play at that level. But it's it is worrying that. Look, we can go back to the signings pre-season. Look, we didn't sign there, we didn't sign now. But at the end of the day, these lads, they can only get experience by playing. But at the same time, there's only so long you can kind of say, right, yeah, you're right, Flano. Yeah, you'd probably still get a game. That's the thing. Even with the, even with the knee. It's, 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 Flano's still solid there for me. But it's it's there's only so much along you can say that. And look, you know what? Louis injured as well. Louis and Boiler will probably be your start from centre-half. Like, yeah. going on what we've seen so far. I mean, going yeah, possibly Williams or, or Ainsley, we don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Muller probably looked more of a fullback for me at the start of the scene, but Davis is against what I thought. He's probably made it his own. Like, you know, he, he is in and out, but when he's on, he's very good. I didn't think I thought Muller would be the first choice just from what I mm. saw early on in the day. But, um, look, we can cover for inexperience so long, but you know, you would think even at 21, that kind of error at that time of the game. Against a player like Lana, because they would have done the homework on him. Steve would have known this from inside out. Like you say, he tried to sign him or looked to sign him yeah. at the end of last season. So they would have known what they were dealing with. Now, look, maybe in, this, in the heat of the moment, you don't see that as Lana coming towards you. But at that time of the match, put it into the gantry. Like, like you know, anywhere mm. at all. You know, even hoof it back to the keeper. Shep's good enough with his feet, even a pacey ball he can control. Look, it's high. high well, there down the 10 men, he probably wouldn't have any pressure on him. That's it. He would have kicked that back and nobody chased it down. Nobody yeah. whatsoever chased it. And it's a sign of a cracking striker. Christy Fager would have been like that years ago. And fairness, Pat Hoop yeah. was the same, but just that last minute, you know, on your back, not giving it. He probably anticipated a slight mistake and was there. And, you know, you got you got to admire the striker for, but it, there's no, it's just criminal from the centre half. Look, he won't get, he probably won't get another one. Hmm. Be not, not a mistake like that. He's going to. He can spend a lot of time sitting on his house. Yeah, and he throws there at the end of that point. Sorry, sorry. He was he was going to say he'd be picking the splinters out of his arse, so he keeps <laughs> making that mistake. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> Steph, I suppose the narrative of the night then turned into the, the lock-in from Skip. I suppose one way to put it with the players after. Um, 
was going to say, I'm sure in your time you've got plenty of berating from managers. I don't, I don't want to say that to you. But, yeah. you know, do you think, is, was that the right call from Skip when he came out to the press, obviously later on, and, and, and even on the official channels the next day, he was very positive. You know, he was trying to put the positive spin, calling for, you know, the extra time to, to show where this whole project is going. But in, in the cold hearted day in that dressing room, do you think he, he'd laid out a couple of those truths to the players? Yeah, he was probably hoping to lay out some of the players as well. <laughs> um, but I and you think is that the reaction that, you know, is yeah, that what well, you Yeah, exactly. And look, I'd say there might have been a few home truths in there. Um, hmm. so, sometimes you go into a dressing room and the players will, the players will know themselves not good enough. And, you know, there might be a few of them pointing fingers at each other. And look, you should be sending setting yourself standards and trying to go and match them and bypass them whereas you know it's up and down and it's it's even inconsistency throughout games we're playing well for 20 minutes half an hour and then we're looking mm. like a team that hasn't played together before and um, we're playing teams off the park we're running them we're doing all the right things and then we seem to slip back and um just go into like i, I don't know every, like everything just seems to fall apart. Like, um, I I don't think there's any problem with that. He's the manager. He makes the calls. If he wants to keep them in the dressing room and give them a, a, an absolute bollocking after a disgraceful performance, I, I don't see any issues with that whatsoever. Mm. Um, I know some people say, oh, be in for one then the next day, they can go through stuff. But sometimes you need, you need to, straight after it, you need to know this yep. isn't acceptable. This isn't good enough. I'm sure the fans let them know as well. Yeah. Um, they need to be in the bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's not, you know, pampered and, uh, oh, he's a great lad. So I'm lucky there. It's not yeah. always, you know, nicey, yeah. nicey. You have to have a bit of grit and fight and determination in you. You're playing for, like, some boys probably, you know, save up all week to, to make the trips to, to Interpol, yeah. pay the money up. You know, some people bring kids. There's a few, few fans that visit chippies every away match, and um, do you know the likes of that? Like you know, and then you're going up and you're watching that, and you're driving home going, do you know what's that all about? And then it's mm. not, do you know, you have to, they have players have to. I'm sure they do know, but they have to be reminded that, you know, you're playing for the, this club, like one of the biggest clubs, clubs in Ireland, striving mm. to be involved in. You know, if they're not chasing the league, can we get in the mix up for Europe? You know, Europe's just on the horizon from what they done last year, and you know, if they keep going away, go, going about it the way they are, and you know, you'd be pretty worried if we if we get a get a tough draw in the first round. Gally, look, you, you were saying you were you were following <laughs> events as as a lock in kind of kicked in. What do you think is that the right? And met it from Skip as well. What do you think was said? Uh, as in keeping them in? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I would. I'd still have them in there. Like, I, like, like that is just. It's. I think you can get a pizza in under the door for them. It was. It was yeah. It was. <laughs> it was, it was always going to. It was always going to combust like that. It was always the pressure that they're under. And like Steph had said. You're playing for the dog football club here. It's not like you're, you know, in the dogs of the first division. But it'd be the height of respect from the first division. You know, you're, you're, 
you kind of started the season thinking, right, oh, we're going to compete for a league title here. And it, like, mm. we didn't say that we're going to, but that's that's the attitude and that's what you want each season. And, you know, we've had our peak six years and these lads have come in and there's a, there's a lot on the table here. There's a lot of, there's a lot of fight to fight forward, but they're not fighting forward, if you get me. And mm. they have every right to keep them in this restaurant. Absolutely. I wouldn't, like... The, I don't know what the bus if the bus driver was waiting outside he can have a wee nap I, I wouldn't let them out like you need to get your point across and like Steph says they'll do the warm the next morning but that's too late there's no point bringing them in the following morning you need to get them when they're absolutely dead on their feet and hammer them because it's moments like that you think I don't want to sit there again you know yeah. I don't want to I don't want to be sitting in the game for two hours after a match again but if you've done it the following morning like oh, look it's only a, it's a, we're, we're training anyway. I'm going that way you know that's no mm. get them in it's, you'd see it as I'd not say schoolboy level, but you'll see it an amateur local football club level. If you take a bad beating, I'm sure, like, even Steph playing for local football clubs, if you've got a bad beating, your coach will keep you in there. You know, like, yeah. if, if it's that bad and they feel that they need to talk to you, that, that's 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 the way it is. Like, I, even uh, you'll be kept in on good days as well, but that type of night, and maybe, it, look, maybe that could be the start of it. Maybe they needed something like that. You hear stories come out of it of such and such went on, but... It doesn't really matter, provided they go out next week and they improve what they've done over the last couple of weeks, which shouldn't be a massive task. But you know, let's go for the result. But you know what? We're going with that. Um, but you know, it's just I think maybe that's you're, you're hoping and like in the in the in the kind of the most positive way you can, because Steph's on. You know, it's captain positivity. You're hoping it, it it's the you know it's the kickstart or something. You hope it's going to galvanise them now and say, right, I don't want to sit there again. I'm not listening to him talking to me like that again. Yeah. So let's put this right. You know, and look, they've got a hell of a game coming up. You know, you're probably going to look for a low derby maybe coming up, but unfortunately it's Rovers. But you know, biggest team, biggest team, well, but not biggest team in the country. They're, they're probably going to be favourites for the league. Probably are at the minute after a couple of results over the last couple of weeks. Mm. Let's get at them. Let's let's see. Let's throw caution to the wind and let's get at them. That's what you're hoping. <laughs> Whether or not we get that, I don't know. And it's one of them things that Skip probably, it was all probably done in the tunnel. On his way to the tunnel, he said, right, I'm just going to go for this. And then halfway probably through the conversation, he said, lock that door. You know, you know what I mean? He probably wasn't even yeah, he yeah, wasn't it planning all this. Yeah. So it's all probably spare at the moment. And it, it could, it could, you could sink or swim in it. It could go one way or another. Some lads will take it on board. Some might not. But it's got, it, it, maybe it just had to be done, I think. It had to be done. Brian Garner was probably in there as well. I don't know if he was, but you know, better man to have in there as well. Knows mm. how to win stuff. Last game of the season, knows what it takes to come back from injury. Knows how to fight for that badge. And maybe look, Lean Bones as well. You know, like you have three former captains standing in front of you as, as this coaching yeah. staff. You know, it's you know, it, it, it's probably scary for someone like, like Ryan O'Kane or Hayden Muller, these young lads. And but maybe that's what it needs. That like, you know, it could be. Straw to break the cameras, but it could be just something that they need for the, for the rest of the season. That's what what I'm hoping for, but we just don't know what's going to come out of it. But I don't think it's going to do any harm. I, I, I you know, I, I don't think it, it could have been a lot worse. He could have just physically assaulted them. You know, like he could have just absolutely went for every one of them with a frying pan. But I think I think it's. I think Flano was already looking for that. <laughs> probably was, yeah. That, the some of the room was, that's what people were flying about. But um, yeah, look, I think it, you're hoping. Yeah, the hair. <laughs> look, it's probably. It's probably not done enough these days. I know Ollie Hogan got hammered for it last year doing a fin half. People videoing outside, mm. which is complete disrespect for him and the club. But, you know, I think players kind of need them. To, they're too pampered now. They need that type of thing. I know it's League of Ireland, but, you know, some of them, decent money. You know, there's no doubt about it. Full-time yeah, footballers. professionals. And, and, yeah. and maybe, and maybe mm. they need that, you know. Maybe a night like that or an hour and a half listening to Stevie. 
look, a couple of home truths, and I'm sure they were told, and it, it, it could be ideal for them. Nice wee holiday for them now. <laughs> yeah, look, Steph, and I think it's it, the thing about it when we look at, in particular, the results uh, this weekend and where the league is run out. Like, there's no, like, Derry has somehow gone to the top of this division without really being great either. Um, like, there's no one team absolutely pulverizing every other team and playing them off the park. It seems to be a league this year where everyone can get at each other. And we mentioned before that Pats match, we're level with them. This could go one way, it could propel us on, or it brings us back in closer to the Sligos, the you know, other teams, right? Of course, Sligo go and beat Derry um, last night as well. So that, that changes that complexion as well. They're even closer to us now as well. But with a view, you would say we've been playing poorly and now you're going to go to Tala Stadium. It's probably not the most ideal environment, but you could have also said the same about Drogheda only a week ago and they've probably played and scored one of the best goals they've seen in the League of Ireland for quite some time. It's probably Stephen Kenny's, it was that 20-odd, 50-odd passes that time, whatever it was in, in, yeah. in Intercore that time. But, you know... <laughs> I'm sure Skip's probably saying that whatever we're berating the lads in the dressing room, talent still provides an opportunity to race whatever we've we've done in Inchicore and get ourselves back in here. And it's not that improbable either, sure it's not. No, absolutely not. And I know look, people have been ranting and raving about the league standards going up and look, it's probably got more professional and little things like that and I don't think I don't think the lower um the teams lower in the league have, have gotten better. I think the top teams have, have actually fallen off a little bit. Mm. I think the quality's dropped. I know people saying, you know, it's a lot more competitive and anybody can beat anybody. But I, I think the, the top the top teams in the in the division have dropped off. Like you can't say, you know, like I don't draw to put in a, a serious performance, but you can't say, you know, Rovers were great and draw to still beat them. You know what I mean? Like Rovers weren't good. Um, same could be said for Derry last night. Do you know they like yeah. like Sligo with a man sent off then again, and 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 they couldn't break them down and and, and equalize even. So yeah, look, it's not out of the realms of <laughs> impossibility either that we go up there and, and, and beat them. But if if you if we actually came away with a loss, right? And this sounds crazy, but stick with me on this one. And right. and the and the players played for the badge and there was tackles flying in and, mm-hmm. and boys throwing their bodies in front of uh shots in the six yard box and you know, it showed a bit of pride and a bit of fight. You know, the fans had come away like going, do you know what? And them boys stuck in there and the, mm-hmm. they got beat 2-1 or the, whatever it may be. And, but they were playing for the badge, so we actually knew what it meant to, to play for the club. And do you know what I mean? That that that'd give that'd give a lift more than, you know, us going up and scraping a nil-nil where, you know, they missed a half full of chances or something or Shepard. Yeah. Shepard has a worldly of a game, like... You know what I mean? They'd nearly do more for it. I I think personally, because I don't I don't know if anybody's on here and thinks, you know, we'll definitely go up to Tala and we'll win. Or you know, um, mm. you'd have to you'd have to be questioning them, saying uh, as as bad as as Rovers have been at times, and they're probably 
I don't know if any they've appealed any decisions or got any decisions back or whatever. But you know they're going to be missing a few. But but the squad they still have, um, yeah, it's it's frightening. Um, but look, if if they go up there and they perform, if if they can even just show fight and and desire and a bit of heart and you know that'll do a lot for for going forward. I think and 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 look, it'll probably prove that you know having a bit of a rollicking. Uh, or a discussion, maybe whatever it may have been, not an argument anyway. Um, for an hour or whatever it was after the game, will all have been worth it? Um, mm. I know Stevie's coming out and he's obviously not going to come out and say, you know, we fucked them all out of it and pinned treated them against the wall and uppercutted seven more of them and whatever else. But the hairdryer's um, thrown in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's not going to come out and say all that. We all know he's. he's that's yeah. he, that's what he's always done, and he's talked about having the best squad he's ever had, or or an improvement mm. from last season. And okay, I take everything said in them press conferences and post match, pre match with a pinch of salt. Yeah, being honest. Yeah, and that, that's one, sorry, yeah, on. that and that's one thing. Over the years, the dog fans they'll take their beatings. But what they can't handle and what we uh, they won't accept, and rightly so, and probably any league is bad performances. When they're not, when the team aren't playing right, regardless of the result, if they're not at the races, that's what the really frustrating thing. And you can see it all so, so for social. You can see it at the ground. They, they can take a defeat. Look, at the, if you're out, if you, you know, if you're if you're having a good game, you're giving it 100. percent Like Steph says, it with the badge, playing for the badge, playing for the jersey, that's fine. But it's when performances are like that, that's the real, real, you know, annoying thing for I think everybody. I think that's really the real crux of the problems. Yeah. Is it safe to say then, Gally, on, on that then, if if we're challenging, we're looking for people to pay for the badge, then does the likes of Wardy or something that come straight back in, someone who, you know, has that level of experience, can probably use the bigger pitch and knows how to use the bigger pitch, you know, a lot better. Is, is that game kind of set for, for him and you try to make the spinier team a little bit more experienced? Get a Wardy and maybe Alfie Lewis straight back in as well. Lee, you would say probably coming left back. Then that gives you an option then with Robbie McCord. Although we just said he probably had his best game for us. Um, you know, does that that give you an option then with Robbie McCord to perhaps move the centre half? Yeah, I, like well, it's an opportunity you now that you're not throwing caution to the wind, but it's it, it, you'll have an option of changing it up now, right? Let's see if we can, you know, considering what happened the last year, but even if you take Wardy, if you look at Wardy over the years when Bowles played at Tala, he loves Tala. Like there's that yeah. famous picture with the flag, the jersey. He absolutely loves it. The pitch, the pitch would suit him. The grass would be like, like you know, as much as you hate to say it, the surface in Tala, when it's right, it's really right. And mm -hmm. I, you know, it's an ideal scenario for him to play. You'd like to think we'd have, you know, we'd have a not close to full squad, but one or two players in. You'll change it up. You'd fancy probably Tullock to play. Look, mm -hmm. that's mental that we're saying it because we said we probably needed a break a couple of weeks ago. But he's got, he's probably got a yeah. Um, you know, I think the, the likes of Wardy could excel at it. Like, I know what Steph's saying, and I'd agree with it. You know, you can't be up there thinking, oh, sure, we'll probably steamroller these now after that time in the dressing room. But you, you got to run them close. I mean, if you're beaten by one or two goals, but you've put in a shift, you've, you've put them under pressure, like, you know, you've peppered their goal and you can't do much more, that's fine. It's, well, it's not fine. I mean, you're not you're not looking for defeats, but it, it's fine as a performance, and that's what really people are struggling with at the minute. That there's just nothing in this team at the minute. There's no fight. There just seems to be a little bit of lack of that we can talk about leadership, but 
there just seems bollocks. to be a little bit of know-how. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and it, it just seems that a little bit of I'm not going missing players, but Jesus, everybody's missing players. I mean, I know squad, you know, mm. Rovers area side squads are pretty even right down the right down the list. But everybody's missing players. You know, you got it. This is where your squad comes into it, and they got to they got to step up. And if you, you know, aside from a draw at a game, if you can't step up for a game in Tala, you know, you probably might look to cut loan. You know, anybody's got a chance to get out, get out, and maybe get Mister Hogan on the phone and say, "Look, at we'll see you in July." You know, that's that's what you're dealing with. You know, that's kind of what you're looking for. Um, but yeah, like for for just to, to go back and worry itself and. and, and you could look at Robbie McCall, but definitely Wardy for a player to, to kind of get the ball down, dictate the play from the off. Now that's who we're looking to. That that's what we're looking for. That experience you're talking about over a decade of League of Ireland football. Mm. Um, Just in the so in the middle, would you go with would you go with Lewis Doyle and Ward? If they're all fully fit, I think. Yeah, at I the moment, like, yeah. Yeah, you probably you probably can't look past that, really, can you? I mean. Yeah, like, Chelsea back and then yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. probably like, and like we have seen stuff though from Mali, like the likes of in the draw the game when he got that chance that he was able to put it away. But a lot of times we just kind of have seen the game kind of pass on by. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see Doyle play where Lewis plays. So mm. like Lewis seems to come really deep for the ball. I'd like to see him just get that little bit of spring. So look, go up there and just cause a bit of hassle. I'd like to see him just play a little bit higher up the field to see what he's like. Um, now look, we know what he's like. He's done it for Pats, but I, I think, yeah, Steph, those three, you probably can't really look past that at the minute. I, I, you know, I know Mali's had it. You know, he's got a scream in Oriel Park a couple of weeks ago, but you know, those three are probably when, when every, even when everybody's fit, the only really one that splits them up is probably Robbie Benson. Like you've got Slogger to come in, but Slogger, I think Doyle is a, is a match for Slogger on their day. Slogger probably does it more consistently, but just for the Rovers game, you probably won't see. I don't see him going two. I see him always playing three. So that's probably mm. what you're looking at for that game. And then, like, obviously, we probably just go through the whole 11 then. You'd probably stick with Davies, rifle, and then bring Leahy back in, and then your centre-halves. I'm not making a call on this. I'm not a Williams fan at all. <laughs> yeah, um, Williams is one of them that... Was it Shelburne? He had an absolute storm. Or was that Shelburne match? No, was it Shelburne? I can't remember. And then he just seems to go... The, the Cork match, he was, he was decent. Could have, could have been that one, yeah. yeah. It, like, the other night he was poor. For me, he was really poor. And he was poor the week before. But look, like you'd said, you know, we're down to the bare bones probably at the back anyway. And you probably would be looking at... You probably are going to be looking at Williams. Oh, look, maybe you've made a shout there, Chris Robbie McCord. You know, hmm. he's... I don't think I'm just thinking if you bring Leahy back in, then that yeah. frees up McCord. He's yeah. probably thinking the last time he was in the stadium. I think, yeah. I, yeah, I think McCord played the last, the last few minutes left or left side at centre half, um, mm. in the Bulls match when Walloon yeah. went off. So look, he's not adverse to playing there. It's not like he's just totally going in blind. Um, it'd probably just be who's the better option. Um, and then does the front three pick itself then, or do you switch it up, Tullock? On the right, okay, and on the left, and Hooven up top. Who's fully fit again? Probably dictates that, doesn't it? Yeah. Like this is the, this has been the problem. Like there's there's players who are on the verge of, of full fitness, and then there's other players like like Tullock come in and play the majority of that. You know, played all the second half, scores, makes a difference, 
And then we've seen, you know, Rhino Kane for the past wee while, you know, really come into his own. And like, there's a, there's the club put up the stat there today. Rhino Kane's 50th appearance. Yeah. Was in core, like, how is he yeah. chalked up that many appearances? So yeah. It's amazing, like, as well. It's, it's brilliant for him, for him, the amount of football he's getting as well. My, my biggest problem is that for, for everything that's happened and all the opportunities that have still the right side, whether we've played John Martin, Kelly's come in and out, and O'Kane has played over them. Nobody has just made it their own. We're talking about inconsistencies across the season, but you can even put inconsistencies to individual positions. Like if, if, if Skiff gave me a chance, like you, you do everything you could to, to nail down that position to put you in for it. Yeah, I don't think I don't think there's been a game yet that we've had less than two or three players missing, is there? No, at no least, I, I don't think least. so. And that's no. probably being generous. It's probably four or five missing. I would say, yeah, yeah, I think you're probably higher. Than because like Dan Kelly was missing at the start of the season. Benson's been available for a handful of games. Um, we missed Hooban for a large chunk too. Hooban yeah. was missing for a long while. Do you know? Like, and Boiler's been out for ages. Boyle's been out. Do you know what's crazy? Like, you know, and I won't. And I tell he went through all the last season nearly with like no injuries at all. And yet, we, he, he's picked up a few now as well. One position we haven't really got cover for as well. Yeah. Yeah. So look, um, it's a lot of pressure on that squad. Uh, the big players that we were hoping to rely on, Benson, Hooban, Sloggett, Boyle, have all been out and have all mm. been out for a substantial time as well. So, you know, it'd be interesting to see how many games they've actually played together, mm. if any. <laughs> Gee, wasn't there a crazy stat with O'Kane and and Hooban had played feck all starts together as well? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, you're nearly getting to the stage that Robbie Benson and Pat Hoobin haven't played together since we won the league. Do you know what I mean? That, that's a, that's how long they've been apart. That's a, between injuries and everything. It's, it's mental. But I, I think, I'll have it have a late night or a late late show start on that probably. As a front three, you'd love to let Tullock loose. I think Ryan O'Kane would get in. You'd love to let Tullock loose with talent. Just see because he didn't have a great game of that. But I I I'd like to see him let loose on them just to see what what, what you know early door see what we can put a bit of pressure underneath them and can maybe hit them on the break early but look that's it could be anybody's guess now at this stage who's going to start yeah, yeah. look we could spent. go down a, a wormhole here of picking best the law players and then availability and, and injuries and suspensions comes back very so often so that kind of scuppers the script every single time and um, look we've we've probably gone through this as much as we can Steph, I actually, I, I really feel that if anyone should be ending the show tonight, it's yourself. Um, to, to come back in like this, like it, like Flano said, it's great for you to come back in on the cameo on this. So I'm sure we, we get you fully matched fit. Much much like this the Dog Squad, we've only been able to pay you a bit part. Yeah, look, uh, I've been in and out with playing my own matches with Glamour and different things like that. So. Uh, I apologise to all my many fans. Uh, receiving a lot of uh, text messages of support, um, of all, of uh, you know, my contribution towards the League of Ireland and different things like that. So, uh, I'll just leave it with a prediction for Tala, and I'm go going for to go, it. go for my old favourite, and I'll Desmond two two up in Tala. 